Hello, I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley. And I'm her daughter, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Heidi and I want to welcome you to Open to Hope Conversations, the podcast. We believe that the greatest gift you can give yourself after a loss is hope, using this moment to connect with others who have not only survived, but thrived. So let's get started. Welcome to the Open to Hope show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my daughter and co-host, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Well, Heidi, uh, we have got a really interesting show today, and I know everybody is interested in afterlife evidence, aren't they? Yes, we get so many emails whenever we do a show like this. People really have a lot of questions. They find a lot of comfort in this topic. We heard about uh, our guest today, Mike Edwards, from Helping Parents Heal, uh, which is a, a wonderful organization that you might want to look into. But um, he did uh, uh, something for us on our uh, virtual conference. Why don't you start out and introduce our guest? And I'm excited to hear Mike's story. Okay, as you said, Mom, we're going to be talking today about afterlife evidence. And our guest, as you said, is Mike Edwards. Mike's only son, Dylan, his only child, died of a heroin overdose at the age of 24 years old after being sober for six months. He started Helping Fathers Heal in 2019, which is an aff affiliate of the group Helping Parents Heal. And he's gonna share many examples today of the afterlife evidence. Thanks for being on the show, Mike, and welcome. Hey, thanks. I, I really appreciate you having me on today. I was real excited about it. And um, the Open to Hope group, I did some research before I did the presentation back in, you know, June, July. And, um, and I just think what you guys are doing is wonderful. So I, I'm really grateful to be here today. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you. Tell us a little bit about your story. For 35 years, I was a geophysicist. And I, I tell you that because I'm a, I'm a right brain analytical thinker. And, mm -hmm. and before our son passed, you know, I needed evidence, you know, formulas, processes, all those sorts of things to make decisions with. And, and um, so when he passed, you know, it sort of changed my life trajectory completely. And, and what I did as a, as a male is I jumped right into uh, research, first about grief, and then I went into afterlife because I really wanted to get my own truth about what had really happened to our son. And I wanted, I wanted to know it, you know what I mean? And so I wanted to really know it. And, and since, you know, I really like facts and evidence and that sort of thing, it, it, it took me down the path to help a parents heal. And my wife and I, after we got over the shock of what had happened, we attended a few uh, grief, grief groups for parents who had lost children. And the thing that stuck out to me was, you know, there'd be 50 people in the meeting and there'd be, you know, three or four dads mm -hmm. or one. And then the, the second thing was that it, it, it's each meeting appeared to me to be, it just, it wasn't really solution oriented. It was more of a regurgitation of, of the terrible thing that had happened with mm -hmm. each of them. And to me, you shouldn't come out of a meeting like that feeling worse than, than you went in. Mm -hmm. And so once we got involved with Helping Parents Heal, we went to their first conference back in April 2018, and we left there feeling much lighter and a lot happier about our situation than 
when we arrived. The evidence that Dylan has, has given us has, has helped us to actually know now okay. that he's okay and he's thriving. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the message that I've gotten now too is that whether it's a child or a spouse or a parent or a dog or pet, whatever, um, you know, when, when people pass, I don't like to say they die because really the only thing that dies is their body, mm-hmm. um, which kind of their instrument for learning on earth. That's, this is all about what I think, right? But, um, but when they pass, you know, they're all thriving and they don't die. They, they simply uh, go to a different place, which is where we're all going to go. Mm-hmm. So, so tell us, I know people want to know, what was your first connect with him? The very first time was, um, was we got contacted by a lady over in um, Austin, and we didn't know her, and she didn't want us to think she was nuts or something, and, uh, but it turned out that she has, she has abilities, mm-hmm. and if, you know, we're right in the middle of grief and everything, but she knew uh, the guy that Dylan used to work for up in Austin. And so once that connection was established, then she shared with us that Dylan had come to her and wanted her to contact us to say that he was okay. Mm-hmm. And um, her abilities included uh, the ability to actually see him uh, at times. And all the descriptions of the things that he told her and would do to her, like, um, she said she'd be driving in the car and he'd be like bothering her, teasing her and, uh, you know, messing with her. The more we spoke with her, we talked to her on more than one occasion. She never once asked for anything from us at all. But what happened was it was a Monday. He overdosed and passed. Well, he overdosed at about uh, 10 till five in the afternoon. I just gotten home from work and, um, my wife found him in the room that he was staying in when he was in town. And then I, I ran in and gave him CPR for about 20 minutes while she got a hold of EMS, okay? I never got a pulse. I couldn't get one. And then they came in and worked on him for about another 20 minutes and, and they finally got a pulse. They rushed him to um, the hospital and he had a pulse, but he was brain dead. And, you know, as far as we're concerned, he passed at the house. And his body came back, but he was gone. And and it was almost exactly 24 hours later that his body gave out and, you know, he was gone, gone, gone. The death certificate actually says that he passed on um, the 29th. But, well, you know, if we ever refer to it, it's always the 28th. She knew that. The next interesting thing that happened to me was... um, I went online after doing some research, I went online to, to book a medium, okay? And there was a, a medium, his name is Fernando Marone. And he was in Houston at the time. And so I went on to his website to book a, a, a reading. And the very first date that he was available showed the calendar in October. This is like March, I think, yeah. It was October 21st, and that's Dylan's birthday. Oh, my God. And and the calendar, you know, shows the month of October, and every date in in October was grayed out except that one. 
were there questions that you had that you wanted answers to that you felt more at peace when you got those answers? Oh, absolutely. When we went to, uh, to the first reading, one of the things that came up, there were numerous things that came up, but the one that really hit me personally was um, that we had purchased a watch for Dylan for Christmas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, picked it out. He was all excited about it. And we received the watch in the mail the day after his service. And of course, we'd forgotten all about it, right? Yeah. But at that reading, Fernando said, Dylan said to make sure to tell you that he's sorry about the watch. Wow. That gives me chills. Yeah. You know, that's not the kind of stuff that he can go online and Google and right. like the things they do. Right. If they're legit, they don't do that. What was the thing that you heard that, that comforted you the most? It was the evidence that was coming through from Dylan that, that he was really there with us and that he's okay. I love it. That's exactly. And, and, you, know, that, you know, now that we're open to, to receiving signs and we're more aware and we believe, you know, I have conversations with my son and so does my wife on, re on a regular basis. I was up in Colorado where I am now and um, I was driving the truck down to run some errands and I have a, a, a reputation as being a diet cocaholic, okay? <laughs> he used to pick on me all the time about how much diet There you go, Mike, there you go. <laughs> a soulmate. And it's a tall it's one. Okay? Diet, so. <laughs> this is a sign. It's definitely a sign that you said that right now. <laughs> that's exactly yeah. right. There you go. There's another sign. I'm not kidding. That's, that's another yeah. sign. I mean, I think they're yeah. all around us. So I'm driving the truck down and I decide to, to pop into the convenience store. And, and I've been having a conversation with Dylan on the way, right? And I pop into the convenience store to get a Diet Coke. And I'd walk up to the display case where all the Cokes are. And do you remember when uh, on the back of, of, the, uh, of the Coke bottle, the plastic Coke bottles, they would put your name and yeah. you know, yeah. Mary and Kathy and Sam and whatever. Every single bottle was, was facing forward except one. And it was turned around and it said, Dad. Uh, uh, I, meet you. I, I, I It's wonderful. I mean, as you I can't make that stuff up, you know? Signs, these signs are around. They're, they're coming to us. We find dimes in weird places after many, many years. You know, it's, it's about awareness, but it's, all, it's mostly about being open to, um, I call it being open to anything as being uh, possibly real now. So another thing, that, another thing that took place with us was having the, uh, the drive to work discussion with, with Dylan. And I said, Dylan, it'd be really cool. I was kind of half joking with him like I usually do. And I said, it'd be really cool if you would give us some sort of irrefutable evidence yeah. so that it, you know, nobody can dispute. And um, so, and that was it. And then the next day, Allison was taking a shower and she was finding little soap chips. I had dropped the soap or something, you know, and she got up to one and discovered it wasn't a soap chip. It was actually, uh, it was actually a, a stone and it, you know it, it turned out to be dylan's birthstone yeah. so wow it, it was really it's very small very small it was it's an opal and, and it's very small and it's rough and you know she brought it out to me she said you know where where would this have come from and, and so neither of us have ever owned an opal ever and no one else had been in the shower okay wow 
nobody, nobody had been in the house or anything. So anyway, we, I took this opal um, with us to the Helping Parents Heal conference in April 2018. This happened into January just before that. And so we went to some of the mediums that we had met, you know, Suzanne Giesman and, uh, you know, some others. And, and, you know, I went up to Suzanne and I said, look what we got. Like, what is this? And she goes, oh, it's an outboard. <laughs> and I'm like, what's that? Mm -hmm. It's a physical manifestation or the, the physical moving, the moving of a physical object. Okay. And I said, so what should we do with that? And she said, you should be, you should just be grateful because it probably took a lot of effort and he probably had a lot of help for that to happen. He had another airport that had to do with movement of, a, of an object. Allison, Allison uh, collects pigs. She has a, a little group from, you know, way back high school, college, and they all collect pigs and pig ornaments for Christmas. So she actually has a whole tree that she decorates with nothing but pig ornaments. Oh, fun. So she was doing that. And we were also preparing for uh, a really good friend that was going to come for a visit um, in November or early December from Singapore. And she noticed that um, she was missing one of her pig ornaments. And my wife is a list maker. She, she knows everything. I mean, she doesn't miss a thing. Mm -hmm. So she told me she was missing an ornament. I knew it was true. <laughs> and so, oh, okay, what? Well, I don't know. It, maybe it'll show up, you know. And um, when, we, when she was preparing the guest bathroom for this visitor from Singapore, she was doing the cabinet thing where you make sure they got enough towels and all that. Mm -hmm. And she opened up and there was the pig ornament. Oh, wow. That's so weird. And, and I promise you, I was not pulling a joke on her like I would have. It was real. And wow. to the day, we are just we were blown away so so we actually had two airports we had the uh, the opal uh, that's the manifestation and we also had the movement of this pig ornament right and i love it tell us about your dad's groups a safe place to be with men only and uh you know because what we do is we share things that we wouldn't share in a mixed group i mean it's just you know we're about to hit 200 after we started at march 1st um 2019 we're about to hit 200 and we're, we've wow. got people from seven different countries. Fabulous. So, so it's, it's growing and, and our participation, we have uh, bi-weekly on, uh, online Zoom meetings. Everyone's invited as long as they've lost a child. The best thing to do would be to go to helpingparentsheal.org and then there's a tab for groups. It's a drop-down menu and you'll see Helping Fathers Heal. And then you'll have uh, my brief summary of my story and then there's a link to, to join. And the difference between us and, and other uh, grief groups is that we invite open dialogue about afterlife uh, evidence, afterlife discussion. That's the big differentiator with us and between us and the other groups. Thank you, Mike. And thank you so much for helping fathers heal. You bet. And all the stuff you're doing for Dylan in his memory. And I know Dylan, uh, you know, he's got to, got to believe he's down there cheering you on and giving you a lot of uh, cyber hugs and energy to, to do what you and your wife are doing and love to your wife too and to you. Thank you very much. And thanks everybody for watching and listening to the show today. And Heidi and I want to remind you always 
that if you've lost hope, please lean on ours until you find your own and God bless. I'm Dr. Heidi Horsley. You have been listening to Open to Hope, the podcast. You can follow Open to Hope on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. To learn more, visit us at opentohope.com and go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe. I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley. Join us again next week for another Open to Hope conversation where we invite you to lean on our hope until you find your own.